Hi, I'm Blake Repine and welcome to Strategy, Leadership and Impact. Hi everybody, welcome back to this episode of Strategy, Leadership and Impact. Hope you've been well since the last time you had a listen or tuned in to watch us here on video now that we're doing video on over on YouTube. Uh, if you, it's your first time tuning in with us, make sure you give us a like, a follow. If you've been listening to, to us for a while and you haven't liked or followed us yet, please do the same. And if you really enjoy it, make sure you give us a share as well. So if you share it, it allows more people to be able to, to listen to the uh, information that we're giving out. And who knows who, who you might have to be able to make a difference in someone's life. Um, also, if you have a topic that you'd like to hear from me about or hear my point of view on, feel free to email me at blakerepine at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. Again, just search my name, Blake Repine. I'm the only Blake Repine on LinkedIn. Uh, as far as I know, there's no uh, ghost accounts out there or anything like that. And just send me a message and let me know what it is you'd like to hear from, hear from me about. A uh, couple of, of really good things coming up. So the 25th of November, uh, the Australian Business Book Awards are being announced. So they're doing a virtual ceremony. Again, my book, Soldier to Executive, Applying Army Leadership Principles in the Corporate World, is being considered in three different categories. So, you know, fingers crossed, I hopefully we do fairly well at, at that event. But then again, we'll, we'll see on the 25th of November, we'll find out. So just over a month away until that's, that's going to be announced. Uh, also, I've started back my PhD again. So this is, um, it's been about just over a year probably since the last time I did any work on it. Uh, you know, about three quarters of the way through, just working on that dissertation. And hopefully within the next, you know, 18 months to two years, I can have it done. I'm hoping being fair to myself. Of course, my writing process has been going a bit slow. A couple moves in there, plus writing uh, my other book and getting that out. So this time, really buckle down, be focused, and hopefully get it done. So without further ado, let's kind of move into today's subject. And this one actually came up uh, with me talking to a, a friend of mine, a mate of mine, and, and you know, again, small business owner, having some challenges and things, and just really got me thinking about that myself, being a small business owner as well, and having owned a few small businesses, you know, what, what were the challenges that that I saw uh, as those businesses were, were growing or getting started and, and growing? And so that's what I wanted to, to talk about. So dealing with the stresses of starting and growing a business, and I really, I'm going to give you four strategies at the end of this video, at the end of the podcast, to help you um, really kind of deal with those stresses and manage those stresses a bit better. And so when you look at starting and growing a, a, a business, it's almost like having and raising a child. That's actually what I equate it to. And, and I used to tell uh, some of the accountants I worked with who did a lot of business advisory that Whenever you talk about someone's business, think about as if you're talking about their child. You know, whether or not they have children, think about as if you're talking about their child because it's it's them. To them, it's very personal. It's not just about the numbers. It's just not, not just about the function of the business. It's them personally. And if you insult that business, you're insulting them or it's no different than insulting their child. So if you think about it, you, you conceive this idea of a business and you have all this anticipation as you're starting to work on your business plan and putting things in place in order to launch that business. You know, it could be that idea could have come from, you know, identifying a need or just something you've always wanted to do. But, you know, as it comes close to that launch day, you get all this just 
wild anticipation. What's it really going to be like? Is it going to be the way you think? What are the challenges going to be? You know, is everything going to go go smoothly? If it's not, you know, are you able to actually address the things that aren't going right and fix them as it comes up? So that can be very challenging. So that gets up to the point of launching your business or giving birth to that business. And initially, whenever you give birth to that business, it is 100% reliable on you or reliant on you, 100%. That business doesn't do anything without you. You are everything to that business. You're the bookkeeper, or sometimes your partner might be the bookkeeper. You're the HR manager. You're the marketing manager. You're the operations manager. You're doing 100% of the activities for that business. No different than a child that can't walk, can't talk, can't feed itself, everything. You're feeding it. You're you're doing everything to build it up. And, and as your business starts to gain momentum, it'll start to grow. So you'll start to see it walk. You know, first you'll see it crawl, then you'll start to see it walk. And sometimes they might do that a little bit earlier than other businesses. But as that happens, it, it starts to take on a life of its own, this business, and it starts to develop its own personality, so to speak, as it grows. And then eventually it gets to the point to where you have to start letting other people, you have to start bringing other people into the business. You have to um, allow other people to start making decisions within your business, particularly if you want it to continue to grow and be successful. So that's no different than a child. You know, you think you raise it right so that whenever it's out there, it makes the right decisions and, and it's doing the right things and not getting into trouble. And that's kind of the same thing too whenever you're, you're raising that business. Eventually, it gets to the point to where your business isn't nearly as reliant on you as it was before and eventually get to the point where you actually are no longer needed to be in that business. So it might just be something you check in on every now and again. You know, you see it at, at Christmas time, for example. Uh, hopefully, not not that uh, seldom, but you know, eventually you get to the point to where you start looking at succession planning as you move out of the business. And you know, how do you do that? Succession by management, or do you sell the business? You know, so forth. Turn it over to to a real child um, of yours, so whatever that might be, and. As you go through there, there there's always going to be stress. You know, someone said, talks about their child. They say, well, you'll always be my baby, even whenever you're 40 years old or 50 years old. And, and the same same thing for that business. It's always going to be your baby. There's always going to be anxiety there. There's always going to be stresses there. But there's certain things that you can do to minimize those stresses and anxiety and, and manage them. You know, to say that you're going to um, start this business and it's going to be stress-free you know, and you're never going to have any issues is really giving you false hope, hope to say that. It, along the way, there's going to be bumps and bruises as it falls over and it fails, and it's going to have to get back up and, and learn to walk. It's going to have to get back up and do things. And, um, you know, and hopefully once you've built it to a point where you have other people operating that business, you know, they, they're going to make mistakes too sometimes. And it's not about the mistake necessarily. It's not about the failure necessarily. It's about how you recover from that and how you keep going. So, in the meantime, so I sit here and just told you, so basically if you have this business for 40 or 50 years, there's always going to be stress. There's always going to be anxiety. True. There's risk involved in business. So how do you manage that? So step number one, this is out of the four steps I give you. So step number one is get expert help or expert advice. So a lot of times you'll go out, you may use a solicitor to establish your business and, and put it in some sort of structure. And most of the time, though, you're going to have a bookkeeper. You may or may not. It could be, again, I've seen a lot of small businesses where one partner is working in the business and the business totally reliant on them. And then the other partner is, is the bookkeeper. Um, but get yourself an accountant. Get yourself a good bookkeeper. Get yourself a, a good accountant. Get that financial advice. But a lot of times that's where the advice stops with a lot of businesses I work with. You 
got to remember that there's a lot of other experts out there uh, that can give you advice, even in your small business, whether it be legal advice, you know, going to see your solicitor or lawyer, um, you know, it could be HR advice. You know, there, there's uh, a professional body, you know, in, in North America, it's Sherm, the Society of Human Resource Management. Here in Australia, it's the Australian Human Resources Institute. You know, go to one of their members, find someone who works in that area that could give you advice, particularly as your business grows and you start to employ people. Again, your accountant's going to be key in that, in that as well. Um, you know, but also there's a lot of business coaches out there too. And, you know, the word coaching, consultant, whatever, a lot of times it has bad connotation to it or it turns people off to hear that term. But, you know, these are people, they're running their own business. Um, but they come in a lot of times it's, it's not necessarily about the advice that they're going to give you. They might not be an expert in your industry because you're the expert in your industry, but what they can do is help you actually navigate a way forward or navigate a strategy, navigate to a point to where you're going to be successful, but then hold you accountable as well. And sometimes there's been so many business owners that I've worked with where it's around that accountability that really adds the value for them. They, they know where they want to take their business. They know what they want their business to look like. Um, but it's making sure that they you know, stay on track to get there because they're so busy and you're so just snowed under with all this work and you're always worried about this stuff. Well, get that expert in, help them actually let them work with you to design a, a way forward and then let them hold you accountable. Give them permission to hold you accountable as you move forward and you'll find a lot of that stress will start to go away and you'll start to see your business move forward. So, and the next thing is learn to let go and allow others to make decisions. This is probably one of the biggest areas I see that small business owners in particular struggle with. You know, this business, it, it's theirs, it's their baby. They don't want anybody else in, involved with it or they can't really trust. No one else is going to do it as well as them. And, and that's true. That is 100% true. Nobody else is going to be vested in your business as much as you are. No one else is going to care about it as much as you are. And if you look at you care about your kids a lot more than you care about somebody else's kids. You know, you might say, oh, that's not true, but I'll guarantee it is. But you have to learn one, you have to identify what is okay for you to delegate and what are you comfortable with your, you know, to delegate. And once you know what level you're comfortable delegating, go one more level below. It's going to be uncomfortable, but you'll learn to get comfortable with it and allow people. So one of the best things you can do in business is to work to make yourself redundant in that business to where you no longer needed to work in that business. That'll be a business that's operating efficiently. That'll be a business that probably has good leadership in it. That'll be a business that has staff where they feel empowered so yes, they're going to make mistakes. Yes, they're not going to do things to the, you know, the high level like you are, but they can still do it to a high level. They can still make good decisions. And, you know, if they make decisions that aren't necessarily in line with what you, you think should have been made, then have a discussion about it. You know, don't, don't discipline them for it because they're, they're, they're more than likely they're doing what they feel like is in the best interest of the business. But you got to learn to let go. If you can't, that business is it's going to tie you down. It's going to weigh you down, and eventually you're going to get sick of it. So, but you have to learn sometimes to let go. That that is one of the hardest things, and that is a mindset thing. That's not necessarily a process thing. That a lot of times it's not an operations thing. It is a mindset thing. You have to learn to let go. Uh, and then step number three, or the the third, not really steps. There was steps, I guess. Uh, top uh, number three really is have a sounding board. You know, don't. Don't rely on expert advice. 
you know, down for someone down at the pub, your mates down at the pub who might not have ever run a business or whatever, but they could still be a sounding board. Sometimes you just need that one person that you can sit and talk to and unload a little bit. You know, that's another thing too. Just it's a mental health thing. Just have someone that you can confide in and trust in who's got your best interest at heart as well. You know, it might not be that you need someone to give you advice back. You just need to vent and that's all you need to do. And sometimes by venting, you can work out solutions. You can work through some stress that you're having and you know, it makes you feel a bit better too. And then number four, the number four thing is find time for yourself. You know, you start this business and yes, initially it is going to take on so much of your time. You know, you're going to wonder if you're ever going to sleep, you know, you'll forget to eat, things like that. It's, it's really going to take up a lot of your time. So you need to find a way to carve out some time for yourself. And one of the ways you can do this is actually through the use of, um, um, you know, mindfulness. So being mindful about being in the moment. So when you're with your family, be with your family. Don't worry about the business for that half hour, an hour you're sitting down at dinner with your family. You know, actually bring them together at the table. Sit down, talk about your day, talk about what's going on. You know, talk talk to your partner, talk to your kids, talk to whoever's around you. You know, if you're with your friend, be with your friend. Don't be sitting there on your phone uh, the entire time worrying about your business. Your business is still going to be there, still going to operate. Now, if it's a crisis situation, of course, you will have to give your business that time. But you need to carve out this time. You know, if you're working out, you know, go work out. Don't worry about your business during that time. Of course, you'll you probably get ideas and you probably will think about it. But find time for yourself. Find time whenever you're not actually thinking about the business. Like I said, pra- practice mindfulness and actually be in the moment whenever you're doing other things. Be in the moment when you're with your business and in your business and work on it and work on it hard. But whenever you're doing other things, spend time doing that. Only focus on those things. Be in the moment. So, and you'll find that you won't, you'll still worry about your business, but during those times you won't worry about it. And that will de-stress you to a point. So anyway, I'd really like to know, you know, what are your thoughts on this topic? You know, do you have any strategies that you've used in the past in order to be successful? If you have, share them with me. I'll be more than happy to share them with everybody that listens and watches. And, you know, of course I will give you full credit for, you know, whatever it is you send me. Um, again, if there's another topic you want me to talk about, make sure you contact me, blakereepine at gmail.com or connect with me again on LinkedIn. We're also on Instagram and Facebook as well. Connect with us through one of those sources. Anyway, it's been great talking to you. I hope you have a great time and we'll talk to you again soon.